Well, hello there, Filled With Messages friends. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Ruth Farrell, and amongst other things, I'm the lead pastor of St. Peter United Church of Christ in Lake Zurich, Illinois. So the church I pastor this summer, um, our worship theme is National Parks. We're connecting our country's amazing national playgrounds with scripture and listening for the Holy Spirit's wisdom in these two great gifts. There's also a sub-theme for this series inspired by the book Subpar Parks, America's Most Extraordinary Parks and Their Least Impressed Visitors. So today's national park, Sleeping Bear Dunes, is just across Lake Michigan from where my church is located. The negative review of the park noted, not much to do. Author of Subpar Parks, Amber Share writes, Sleeping Bear Dunes is the largest freshwater dune system in the world, with dunes towering as high as 450 feet. Between the options to drive, hike, camp, canoe, or swim, I find it hard to believe you wouldn't be able to find something to do here. In a place like this, even nothing counts as something in my book. Sleeping Bear Dunes is named after Mother Bear, one of the dunes that, before erosion, resembled a sleeping bear. The Ashinaabe people used this dune as a landmark and had a legend about how the dune and the islands just offshore came to be. Long ago, a mother bear and her two cubs fled a terrible forest fire by swimming across Lake Michigan. They swam for hours, and eventually the cubs began to tire. The mother bear reached the shoreline first, and when she looked behind, she could no longer see her cubs. The great spirit Manitou created two small islands just offshore, north and south Manitou, to honor the cubs. The dune represented the mama bear waiting endlessly for her cubs to come ashore. In today's scripture text, God is referred to as a mama bear. She is fierce, protective, willing to use rage to ensure her cubs are kept safe from harm. It's an unusual image of God. It might unsettle us a little to think of God as A, female, and B, avenging. But if we are willing to open our hearts, minds, and bodies to this way of understanding God, our relationship with our great mama bear will be made richer, fuller, deeper. Hear these words from Hosea chapter 13, verses 1 through 8. When Ephraim spoke, people trembled. He was exalted in Israel but he became guilty of Baal worship and died. Now they sin more and more. They make idols for themselves from their silver, cleverly fashioned images, all of them the work of craftsmen. It is said of these people they offer human sacrifices. They kiss calf idols. Therefore they will be like the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears, like chaff swirling from a threshing floor, like smoke escaping through a window. But I have been Yahweh, your God, ever since you came out of Egypt. You shall acknowledge no God but me, no Savior except me. I cared for you in the wilderness, in the land of burning heat. When I fed them, they were satisfied. When they were satisfied, they became proud. Then they forgot me. So I will be like a lion to them, like a leopard I will lurk by the path. Like a bear robbed of her cubs, I will attack them and rip them open. Like a lion, I will devour them. A wild animal will tear them apart. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, open our hearts, minds, and bodies to hear you speaking to us words of life and love, words of care and courage. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, may they be acceptable in your eyes, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. 
Hosea is a book of the Bible with which many of us are unfamiliar. To be fair to those of us who fall in this category, many of the Old Testament books, and in particular the books of prophecy, of which Hosea is one, are very uncomfortable to read and even more difficult to understand. They were written in context so very, very different than ours, and therefore the worldview in them is so very, very different than ours, that it's difficult to know how they might apply to us. But we humans can do hard things, and sometimes the hard thing we need to do are open ourselves to the unfamiliar, the uncomfortable. Although there are several passages in scripture in which mothering language is used to describe God or Jesus, most of us have been acculturated to think of God as male. But God is neither male nor female. God is beyond any of our concepts of gender. However, to help us understand God's self better, God uses metaphors and images we understand, such as mother and father, so as to help us connect more deeply with God. That said, most of us today don't have much of a connection with the metaphor used to describe God in our text, that of a mama bear. My closest encounter with bear kind happened when I was a preteen attending sleepaway camp in the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania. One night, as we all sat in the pavilion singing songs and watching silly skits, as one does at sleepaway camp, I looked to my right and saw a bear about 300 feet away. For reasons I can't entirely explain, I didn't react with fear. I just watched her, and she watched us. After a few moments, she ambled peacefully away into the twilight. In the days in which Hosea was writing, people were more used to encountering fierce wild animals. They knew to be respectful and appropriately fearful of wildlife. Fascinatingly, the biblical authors draw connections between the fierceness of lions and bears, but they appear to prefer lions because they're more predictable than bears. In particular, the biblical authors are afraid of mother bears. There are several texts in the Old Testament which talk about how fiercely and ruthlessly mama bears defend their cubs. Mama bears are admired for their aggressive faithfulness to their babies. Given all this, when Hosea describes God as a mama bear, he is championing God's fierceness. He is in awe of God's willingness to defend and protect her cubs. He is warning us to be careful when someone picks on mama bear's cubs because she is going to come after whomever or whatever is trying to hurt her babies. Stop and take that in for a moment. You are one of Mama Bear's God's beloved cubs. Each and every human who has and is and will ever walk this planet is one of Mama Bear God's cherished babies. And she will come after whatever is trying to hurt us or take us away from her. Most of us struggle a little bit with images of God as aggressively protective, as avenging. We prefer to think of God as loving and tender and gentle. But we need God to be both tender and fierce. We need God to fight for us with everything God has when we are in danger. And we need God to cradle us and comfort us too. Perhaps the most tricky part about today's passage from Hosea is that Mama Bear's cubs are the ones Mama Bear is going after. Her cubs are the ones making choices that are hurting them. Mama Bear's hackles are up because her cubs are making poor choices that are taking them away from her love and safety. More specifically, the Israelites were worshiping idols, worshiping gods other than God. After God brought the Israelites out of Egypt, 
while they were on the journey, on their journey to the promised land, their new home, a place flowing with the best things of life, the Israelites and God made a covenant with each other. We don't make many covenants today, so it's a little hard for us to conceptualize what it is. Perhaps the closest thing we have is wedding vows. When a couple makes vows to each other during their wedding ceremony, most of us understand that these promises are more than just a legally binding contract. They are promises to be faithfully committed to each other no matter what. They are promises made in front of friends and family, and in some cases, God, which makes them more sacred than promises we make when we sign for, for instance, a purchase we make with our credit card. We also understand that when marriage vows are broken, the impact is significant and far-reaching than just the couple. In the covenant God and the Israelites made to each other, God's promises were to take care of, bless, and defend the Israelites. Two of the ten promises the Israelites made were to have no other God before God and neither make nor worship idols. Yet over and over and over again, the Israelites broke these two promises in particular, and the other eight as well. Time and time and time again, God pointed out that they had broken their vows, that they had broken God's heart, that their relationship was in trouble because they had not been faithful. The entire book of Hosea, and in particular today's text, hold up a mirror for the Israelites. You've done it again. You've been unfaithful to the promises you've made to God. And you didn't do it by accident. You did it with intent with haughtiness. It would have been within reason for God to wash God's hands of the Israelites. They had repeatedly broken their covenant promises. But just like a good mama bear, God would not give up on her cubs, not now, not ever. So fiercely, protectively, even aggressively, God was going to go after her cubs to bring them back to safety. She was going to do whatever she needed to ensure her babies were not harmed, even if she had to take aggressive tactics. God as Mama Bear is a metaphor, so it can only be taken so far before it falls apart. God is not literally a Mama Bear avenging her cubs. God is love, and while love is fierce and always protects, it is also patient and kind. Hosea is only reminding us of God's fierceness in this text, Because Hosea's intent is to wake people up to what's happening, to get them to change their ways. Hosea is not saying that God isn't loving too. He's just focused on one small aspect of the immense totality of who God is. Our mama bear God loves us fiercely. One of her primary goals is to keep us safe and defend us against the things that harm us. Sometimes that even includes fiercely defending us from ourselves. She will not force us to bend to her will. That is not loving. But she will also not shy away from keeping us from harm and guarding our coming and going, both now and forevermore. I hope you'll take some time this week to think about yourself as Mama Bear, God's beloved cub. For some of us, that image will fit easily and comfortably. For others, it might be much harder, perhaps even nearly impossible to imagine. Listen to how you respond as you sit with this metaphor. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what she'd like you to learn from your response. And as hard as it is, I also hope you'll spend some time wondering about how your fierce mama bear God is trying to keep you safe from yourself right now. Is there some choice you're making which, even if made with good intentions, is hurting you? 
Are you using alcohol or drugs to numb yourself? Are you overworking and not taking time to rest? Are you in need of help but afraid to ask for it? Are you holding on to anger or bitterness? Are you weighed down by shame? Or maybe there is some other thing that God, our fierce and loving mama bear, wants to defend you from. Whatever it is, how hard it may be, I hope that you will allow her to help you be freed from it so you can truly rest in our beloved mama bear's love and protection. Grace and peace to you, my friends. I'll talk to you soon. Amen.